All right, friends and family, we are back for another episode of the Washed Up Podcast, Season 7, Episode 8. We got a mental wellness check-in. That's a Season 7 edition. Bewilderments are back. Unwritten rules of life are taking storm. Questions and would-you-rathers lead us into sports. No list again this week. Uh, the Warriors win the NBA championship. Yeah, we're a little late. Get used to it. Um, and then we got some MLB to talk about, a little NFL to stay relevant. Ladies and gentlemen and friends and teams. Rats, let's get it. <laughs> you can't come get me. Okay, this whole ladies and gentlemen thing is going to take a long time for me to get used to it. When I was doing the comedy shows, that's how I greeted every show. And so now that I'm switching it to friends, team, family, all that squad. Stuff, Do we say squad? Um, we can we can add in squad if you'd like. I think like what's up, squad? Yeah, but I'm working on it, listeners. Just know that it's, it's going to take a little time. Nothing yeah. was ever built in a day other than a sandcastle, and those are meant to be floated away into the ocean. Oh, I like that right wow. there. Wow! <laughs> Bring back the mausoleums. For season seven, they're coming back. Put that on my tombstone. You're turning into a mausoleum. That actually is a really a good t-shirt idea. Shit. Like on the front, it says, the only thing built in a day is a sandcastle. And those and are meant to... F- no, and then oh. it says, only thing built in a day is a sandcastle. And those are meant to float away. On the back, it just says, take your time. Ah, well, wow. Well, then sandcastles kind of get washed up. Ooh. Oh, nice. this is good material. Actually, we should do a shirt where it's like the pocket and it says, take your time. And then on the back, it's sandcastles are the only thing built in a day. And those are meant to be washed away. Hell yeah. Morale is at an all time high. Wow. Yeah, it did rhyme. Everything that rhymes is fact. That's what I've learned growing up. Mm-hmm. It, it um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. But also, if the back of the shirt says "Take your time," you can really get a lot of people just acting crazy. Yeah, like right. Running up to you and be like, "I don't want to take my time." Nope. <laughs> I'm t- I'm walking slow. What is this? I'm not New taking York? my time. Yeah. yeah, right. I'm walking. Um. All right. So, uh, the mental wellness check-in of the beginning of every episode. Uh, I'm gonna go first because last week Brady was bouncing back, and he was saying everything is for yourself, and he was like working out seven days or five to six times a week doesn't do it for Brady. Mm-hmm. It's different for Brady. Mm-hmm. I have to move my body. That's how my anxiety like will settle down itself. Um, because I've been getting so gosh darn jumpy when I try to go to bed and my mind is just like freaking out. My body didn't really move at all during the day. So now I just have this all pent up energy. Mm-hmm. But now I just got back from the gym. I didn't lift any weights. I just moved around, dunked again, not a big deal. But like now I'm like, oh, maybe I'll sleep better. And next week I'll come back with a little bit of um, fact or fiction to that. But Mm -hmm. that's where I'm at. Dude, it's 100% a huge key to anxiety, depression, anything. Just health in general Yeah, is working out. Getting Working up a sweat. 
the reason why I've taken it out of my mentality as of right now is because I'm just going slower through things. And the way just like work has gone is that like, if I go to work out after work, as of right now, I'm not trying to make it a um, part of my routine. I want working out to be a part of my routine. But if I go work out now when I'm trying to like actually fully help myself, I'm going to burn myself out. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've learned about myself. So eventually, yes, I'm going to have to get oh, back yeah. to going to work out. But right now I have to focus on one thing. Cause like before <laughs> the podcast, I can't do two things at once. <laughs> right. And it's, uh, it's definitely when well, working out is one of those things that comes in giant waves Yeah, where you'll do it overloaded for like four days. Oh yeah. And you'd be like, I'm so fucking back. That's and then the I worked out four days in a row last week. I was like, seriously, look at my 12 pack right now. <laughs> I know, dude. And you see like one little result. You're like, ooh, I that, could take a whole week off. Yeah, that's kind of what I <laughs> took way too long to try and explain. It's just like, can't go do everything at once. I'm going slowly, step by step. Right. And it's been working. Yeah, sandcastles like, were the only thing built in the day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Full circle. It all comes back. But yeah, I mean, my brain is mush just from work, and it's not like I'm overworked or anything. We're just really busy. I like it. I like being busy. But my brain is just absolute mush. But the positivity is still there, and I still feel great. I went out on Saturday, got fucked up like I used Love to. Love that. And... He used I'm to kind two weeks just, ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did three weeks. Oh, three weeks um, ago. My bad. I kind of am just over it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, I still love drinking. I still love getting fucked up. I mean, what's the point of drinking if you're not going to get drunk? That sounds so douchey, but you, I think you get what I mean. I do. But like the downtown thing and all of that, I just. You're spending copious amounts of money yeah. on shit that you're not going to even 12 hours later. Right, for the no money reason. is definitely part of it, but it's just like. I want to go out to a bar and do things. Like I want to play games. I don't want to go stand in a bar with 500 people that I don't know and then watch fucking douchebags fight and then watch people cry because they can't handle alcohol. I like I want to be with my friends at a right. like a local bar where I can move because yeah. my claustrophobia is coming back in full effect and I think oh. it's because it's so hot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because it's so hot. It is hotter than a a witch's titty outside. You know? <laughs> I was hoping you would say that. I'm when pretty sure walk- Brett said it's colder than a witch's titty during the winter. I'm pretty sure I did. But when you walk outside, it's like you walked into someone's mouth. It's <laughs> oh my God. That's actually so true. Oh. It's like, you're like, oh, wow. So I'm already sweating. That's cool. Oh, that's hilarious. Dude, I spent all day inside. Yeah. I walked outside to go to my car today and to get in. I'm just profusely sweating. Dripping. Dude. Our office lost power for like 45 minutes. <gasps> this morning oh. and i was like i swear to god if i have to sit here and it gets hot as fuck i'm just going home like, yeah. i'm gonna throw up i'm just gonna go taking home. my ball and going the fuck <laughs> home yeah. that's what i like to say it's it's too hot and i don't give a fuck for all the people that say what about winter I, why can't we have things like just <laughs> moderation right. yeah. like 65 and sunny like, what's wrong with trolls that? on the internet these days are literally just being mad at you because you want things in your life to go well yeah like yeah We've come to a point in the world where it's just like, you can only expect so much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. The last week, uh, so I actually was up at the lake for like a night or two. And it's, even though it's super hot, the water of Lake Michigan is still very fucking chilly. Oh, that's got to feel awesome. It was, oh man. Shocking the system. Dude, that would, yeah, that would feel amazing actually. Yeah. Well, back in March when we went up uh, to the lake house for March Madness. 
it was your birthday that we ended up going up there. Remember, you couldn't, you were gonna stay, hang around here. Yeah, I jumped in the lake because I was so hungover after that. Oh you, my, were you I so like, back? I so could good. run a marathon right now, dude. I've, and then like forty minutes later, I was like, ooh, I was literally thinking. Thank about God that. I didn't run a marathon on the way here. <laughs> I was like. There isn't a cure, but there is a way to feel better. Yeah. I choose not to do it. Yeah. It's freezing cold. <laughs> cold. Cold showers are awesome too. Thank you. Somebody's getting on board. Oh, I, I love a good I cold. Started, I took a cold shower on Sunday morning. I started doing those after I work out. That is an absolute game changer, dude. Dude, yeah. that was the best when I used to work out at Loyola and they had the steam and sauna and I would just freezing cold shower, go in there, freezing cold shower, yeah. go in there. Yeah. Oh my awesome. God, it was the best. Cold plunges are awesome. They're difficult, but they're so fun. Um, if I had one of those big tubs, I would probably post it about it, but I, that, that's the only reason <laughs> holding me back from getting one oh, of those. Perfect. Tubs. Dude, perfect it's incredible here. how small your nipples can get in those cold tubs. <laughs> New segment. We're making a promise. When we become absolutely ginormously big, like, oh my God, when moon now. Yeah. So we're thinking about this. We're all going to start something that costs a lot of money, but we're going to give it to the people for cheap. I'm starting a really nice gym for cheap. Mm. You guys all have to pick something. Um, Ooh. Boat <laughs> rentals on the low. <laughs> on the low. I fucking love that idea. Yeah. I Brady fucking loves, love boats. Brady loves boats. It's a known fact. Uh, I'm going to go a cheap dispensary. Okay. We're doing God's work here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bring us home. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go... I feel like the the easy one is a cheap food truck, but all food trucks are cheap. They're just not around. For some reason, I thought you were going the massage envy route, and I have Mm. no idea why. Mm. Mm. I like it if you're going that way. Yeah. uh, We're not Deshaun Watson. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Massaging is a touchy subject. Did you say we're not not Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how about that guy? Um, uh, serious answer uh, would be... <coughs> yeah, uh, free uh, to close to free betting advice. Wow. All right. We I just saved it. the world. Yeah. I love it. All even right. though that's what we already do. Yeah, so if you don't even like <laughs> us, if you don't even like us... Take our picks. You should yeah. still listen and tell all your friends about yeah, listening let's, because let's, we're going to solve people's problems. Right, so let's go into this. Um, this will be... <laughs> I'm going to blow up FanDuel soon. Like, it's just a known fact. And Oceans. once I do, I'm not going to be that guy on Twitter, like, posting my things for my private Twitter account. They're all going to be public. We're yeah. all going to bankrupt together. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Because cool. it's not going to be our only way of income. Yeah. And we're going to have so much income that we don't even need it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to be sitting in a bathtub full of money. Well, it the sounds fuck like is Jeff Bezos doing. Yeah, exactly. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like the how we doing to start the episode is all pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Perez and James, you two good? Yep. Solid seven. <laughs> the sun's very powerful. I know it's hot, th- but just seeing the sun is nice. Yeah. It's good to get up. Like, that's what we said in the winter. Like, getting up in the winter sucks, but, like, it is a little nicer. Birds are chirping in the morning. They get a little aggravating when you're hungover, but... uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, We have been going on a scale of 100, and Brez just said 7. I meant 70. Okay, perfect. Cool. That's what I assumed. Yeah. But you know what happens when you assume? Make an ass out of you and me. Amen. (laughs) I was at 100. Yeah, I know. 
And now I'm like at 85, which is still stellar. Yeah, that's cool. One. Yeah. Uh, when I woke up, sorry, James, cut you off again. When I woke up, I was like mm, 40, maybe a little less, maybe like 35. And I was going to text you guys like, ooh, you guys might need to carry today. But then I did some things. Cold shower, went to the gym. Good did, lunch. Talked to people. Did you get yeah, a good lunch? I had a good lunch. Um, oh, yeah. I'll tell you guys about what uh, me and my uncle are concocting. Um, but I would say right now I'm right around eighties with Brady. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's great. Yeah. Gamer. Solid. I'm at about 68, which is high for me that's for a, a Tuesday. That's high. Any that's of us awesome. over 20 is for like, a Tuesday. That's high. A hundred percent higher than every other episode we've ever done yeah, as a collective. Dude, are oh. their mentals rising with inflation? <laughs> is that inflation adjusted? And now oh, we're back God. down to zero. We're oh, Thanks, Brad. Never. Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> bodily bewilderment. Um, I don't mean to say this to any shame, any body shaming whatsoever. I just don't understand how people can have gauges. Oh my God. They gross me out. Oh, it's like, I why would you want that? And that's fine. Okay. Meaning it with offense. Okay. Still. Okay. <laughs> this, this is an opinionated podcast. And you're allowed to have that. And I have no problem with it. I don't understand how there could be some that are about an inch and some that are about a foot. Yeah. How can your ear become a foot, earlobe yeah. become a foot longer? Like, it's not a fucking, it's not fucking silly putty. I know it's cartilage and not bones, but it, how does it expand? It's just gross. It like, literally, it expands when they take them in and out. Like, yeah. that's what stretches them out. So when they take them out to clean them, that's when they get bigger. It's stretching. It's literally just. Skin. Yeah. And then I you know. put a bigger uh, gauge in. And then, so you keep that in for a while. So then the next time you take that out, you like, it's just increasing. It each has time to you, hurt so bad. No, because it's so gradual. I know, but still getting your ears pierced hurts a little bit. It's a little uh, bit of yeah. a sting. My buddy put his uh, earring through my ear in Nashville. So <laughs> I've, I've, been through, I've been through the bit. Yeah, we were <laughs> hammered drunk. <laughs> um, I look like a complete idiot, but it was hilarious. Yeah. Do it for the fucking content, bro. Amen. Um, I didn't see it, though. But Look, it, I, yeah. I agree with you. It's just like, why would you want that? Like, oh, yeah, that seems like a good idea. No, it's not more of like, I mean, to each their own. I'm just saying how it doesn't just absolutely kill. And like, it's, yeah. it never goes back. Yeah. I think there's... Ugh, yeah. Can it shrink? No, I don't think it can shrink fully. Yeah. It can't. If you get to a certain point, there's yeah. no way. Uh, it, but I've seen some people who rock them like, but there was that meme when they were getting popular that, uh, gauges like, or calamari. No, that when oh. you could take, <laughs> you could take like a locker lock when someone with gauges is sleeping and just like, yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's pretty good. That was like before, for that. Yeah. That was like before like memes that was in like high school. It was like I funny like yeah, e bombs world in my space, stupid like that. Yeah, on your oh. rings. Oh, oh it's yeah. gauges or calamari. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, to each their own. No body shaming. I just I, it blows my mind. It's another one of those think, things that yeah. blows my mind. I don't think I could pull it off. Well, then some people get them in their lips too now, don't they? Like, yeah, it, it's just it's getting a little out of hand. In your lip, or bruh, you would have the <laughs> smelliest breath in the world. You're very big on the breath so today, Bryce. Gotta brush your gauge for relief. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just another thing how the ears expand that way. It, 
the body is becoming increasingly more difficult for me to understand, even though I'm doing this. I thought this would help me understand it more, and it's oh, no. really not at all. <laughs> no. It's like, uh, how does it work, or how is it made, that right. show? Yeah. It's like, you only leave me with more questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Genius. <song>. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can show me the whole process, but you think I'm going to grasp it? <laughs> it's one of those things where it was probably me and you were the only two that ever watched it. They didn't get the funding for part two, and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting on episode 40 to have a part three. Right. I get how you get the leather to make a belt, but I still have no idea what's going on. How do you think of that? Inventing yeah. shit is another just a bewilderment in itself. Yeah. There's so many things we could have invented. Yeah. I'm going to get there. Yep. Thank you. Nice. Well, that is also to the unwritten rules of life. The nice. unwritten rules remember? of life. Uh, yeah. I think Brez put, well... There was one, there's one here, but we'll do this one this week. Um, so far we have um, you, no excuses to miss work that are, no childish excuses to miss work past 25. Right. And left lane means go. Yes. Yes. Rule number three. I got it. All right. When you are talking to someone that you don't know, friendly, acquaintance, whatever, mm-hmm. they ask how you're doing. It's either great or it's fine. <laughs> Nobody in the real world <laughs> wants to hear your shit. Yeah. And like when you get put in that situation with the shoes <laughs> on the other foot yeah. and someone starts unloading on you and you don't know this person and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Dude. Yeah. I it's so uncomfortable. It's unsettling. 100% feel that because like they'll just start unloading and then you're just like, do I comment? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're kind of like, it's a head scratcher. You're yeah. like, fuck. That's, You'd be like, well, sorry I asked. And then keep walking to make just their day worse. Instant awkward situation. Yeah. It's instantly awkward. Dude. And I hate those situations. No, I agree. That's one of the most like obvious, like unwritten rules of life. Right. It, and, but it has to be set, you know? Right. Like it's, it's an obvious one, but in, to some people it's not, yeah. you know, like that random guy at the gym. Oh, Hey Bob, how you doing? Well, Pat, let me tell you. I'm like, yeah. Bob, not today. Yeah. It was a quick, hello, how you done? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Um, when people, like when I'm serving a table, they're like, how you doing? I'm like, phenomenal. Let's get your order. Exactly. And, yeah, like, and you can't just give everybody your book. Like, right. You, yeah. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't want it to be like, uh, what's that one free newspaper that nobody reads in the first place? Um, oh, I know. I know. It's called like a red eye or something or yeah, something like that. It comes out of the red eye. Or yeah. Okay. But it's like always that free news. That's that scene from Dumb and Dumber where he gets all his, his shit locked in there, his money locked in there. And then the old lady steals all his stuff. I got robbed by a sweet, sweet old lady. lady. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say? Like, he's like, oh, senior citizens, even though destructive behind the wheel, can yeah. still serve a purpose. Yeah. But back to your point. Should we just stop asking? Like, yeah. Like, I, the I small, t- like small talk, like it's so dumb. Yeah. So what do you say instead, Brez, if you've stopped? Like, because that's like the first thing. It's always like, hey, how you doing? I say, hope it's going well. Oh. I just don't even give them the option anymore. <laughs> I've gotten so ingratiated. Hey, well. <laughs> I've gotten so ingratiated in like the one or two types of responses where they'll ask me a different question. Yeah. And I'll still be like, great. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk the rest of the way down the hallway in the office. Like he did yeah. not ask me that. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Great. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How are you? That's so I, I had a great one leaving the gym today. I saw a dad that I hadn't seen in like probably since a wedding last summer 
And I was like, oh, Dave, good to see you. How are you? He's like, good, Pat. You? Good. And we're already past each other that's, on the that's stairs. That's 10 out of 10. You almost want to talk to him more. I actually. know. I like looked back and I was like, are we, ha- are we, you want to sit down, have a coffee? Like, I yeah. got to leave, but you want to, I'll tell the guys. We'll table it. Yeah, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It makes me be- feel so bad for people, though, when they don't get that scenario in life, when they want to keep going and talking. I'm like, you really haven't interacted with more than 10 people in your life. Yeah. The social awareness is at like a D minus. I know. And I just like, I'm, I feel like all four of us are just so socially aware that it's yeah. like mind blowing to us when someone isn't. And I don't understand how they aren't. And I'm probably like, oh yeah, there's fucking a lot of assholes in the world. Right. Oh yeah. And it is funny how we, this is our unwritten rule today when we've now been doing a, how you doing? To start the episode. Hey, yeah. But this is like, this is the <laughs> people you the can unwrite. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, 100%. I agree. Like you, the gym etiquette, work office, like unless it's your work best friend, you're like, oh my God. You know? Like yeah. stuff like that. We talk sure. about all the time about like the things that suck about growing up. That's one of the things. Oh yeah. yeah, everybody expects you to have <laughs> well, real no, world like, shit. Realizing that you can be too nice. Realizing that you can oh, yeah. be too open. Yeah. Like, d- does my face say, hey, come and talk yeah. to me? Right. Like, <laughs> just, just know, just have common sense. Yeah, it, sometimes like, your face does. Yeah. Other times it's like, I don't even want to talk to Brady. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, because I'm comfortable <laughs> with you guys to wear it on a sleeve. Like, all the time people are like at the office, like, why are you so happy? I was like, because if I don't bring any talent to this company, I can always bring a good attitude. <laughs> Maybe I should start being an asshole. 60% just of the job is showing up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Family parties just walk and don't fucking talk to me. My line is all the time like, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, ah, I can't complain. And one guy one day had a great response. He goes, how are you doing, James? I'm like, ah, I can't complain. He's like, well, if you were, no one would be listening. Right. <laughs> that I'm guy's like, awesome. That guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yep. I've used that one. That's a great one. Um, all right. <laughs> That's such a dick thing to say. No, it's I mean, like, I respect it though. It's, it's like, it's I want the job hilarious. done. I don't want to hear your life story. Yeah. He's like, no one would be listening. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. Yep. Um, all right. Great unwritten rule. We got three now. Um, it's going to be one hell of a book. Um, it's going to be a picture book for sure. Whenever we put it. Well, it, when, when we write the picture book, can we do like, like our, our first initials of our names, like how fancy author, like JK Rowling, like Absolutely. J, JP Collinane, what, BM Ryan. Yeah, just yeah. be BMJR. BM Michael Jordan. In Ryan. high school, there was a person we hung out with, and their dad smoked a lot of weed. Told us he did. No idea why. He put his <laughs> hand on my shoulder once and he was like, You should write a book. You should publish it under publish it under M. O'Neill Bresnahan. It's got a a good ring to it. He's like, that's weed is way more powerful than you think that guy can tell the future and you should do it. Like, like, would you be like lemony snicket? It lives blocks from here. Here's this joint. Can you smoke it and tell me I'm going to be a millionaire? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like that would have been sweet. (laughs) And that was the unwritten rules of life. Yeah. Um, All right. Questions and would you rathers. I'm happy we got this back. I know. Yeah. We got a couple today. Um, My first one is I've noticed that my anxiety builds when I just am addicted to my phone. Um, But legitimately, how long do you think you could go without your phone? Not long. Unless there was money on the table, I probably couldn't do a day. Uh, I I couldn't. I'll be honest. No, I couldn't. I'm always looking at my phone. I like if I had to do it on purpose, it would probably take longer because I always want to do what I can't do. Right. Um, I always want to eat what I can't eat. Yeah. 
just basically everything in life that you're not supposed to do. I want to do it. Yep. Right. I need to figure that's going to be a bewilderment one day. How do we figure out not to have that? <laughs> but I have thought about previous situations, like say you're at the lake or you're fucking at a softball tournament. Right. Um, and it probably the most before I even went to get it, even like during a game or like while I was in the water and I'm be like, hey, I need to see my phone right now. Probably six hours. Yeah. I would say perfect, perfect area to be where you don't need your phone. Like if I was at the lake, let's say my stay was, let's just say three days and it's a weekend. I have the whole weekend. I could probably do, let's see, do it in the morning. You look at your phone, you have your cup of coffee, blah, blah, blah. You go down to the beach, let's say around old noon. I could probably go till about eight. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fair. I could but do. again, it would have to be in a situation where nobody else has them and you're doing something. Right. Like, I've gotten so bad where I check my phone every time I'm like stopped in traffic. Yeah, same. Oh, I think oh, that's normal I do it all, at this I do point. It all the time. It's like, oh, great, stop sign or red light. Right. And oh, I'm okay. trying to cut it. Oh, right. Oh. No, that's a yeah. replay. I'm saying, oh, God, like I, I got my attention close. span has gotten to such a bad point. Like, and they're saying they were been saying forever that phones are going to do that to you. And it's happening. Yeah. Full blown in my life. Full right blown now. in my life. <laughs> All right. I'm going six hours. Pat's going about eight. Uh, I'm going maybe about four. Four. Real. Dude, I asked. deleted Instagram and like I'm on my phone way less. Yeah. But still at most probably 12 hours. Yeah. I yeah. think those are very respectable answers. I'm being honest. I'm not going to like say like, oh, I go all day. Like, it's no. like, it's, it's bad. Like sometimes I'll just like be like, oh, like, what are you? What? Well, also go ahead. Sorry. When you do just get rid of like, like there are times that we all take breaks from Instagram every now and then you're like, all right, what am I looking at then? Yeah. Like right. Twitter. And right. well, we also, we all need our phones when we take a shit too. Oh my God. Yeah. But I even when I that. delete all my social media, I'm still either on my computer or watching TV. Like it's not, I'm, it's not full blown away from fucking. Yeah. Away I'm on a cleanse, bro. Yeah. yeah right. right. If I need to go on a cleanse. And I use like solitaire and Sudoku to distract myself. Oh yeah. Playing game. Yeah. I downloaded baseball superstars. Oh, like, that game is so fun. I, it's classic. That game is awesome. Oh, it's just like you go like you go through a season in like 10 minutes. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, let I me change it. the question a little bit. For $1,000, you have to do 24 hours straight. Yes. Yeah, for $1,000. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. It wouldn't be easy. No. At one because point, I would, would almost, I would have to lock my phone up. Yeah. But it's 24 hours of awake. So you can't even sleep. No, no, you oh. can sleep, but those oh, hours, don't, however long you sleep, doesn't count towards the. Hour. If my phone is locked up, I could do it. Without that, I wouldn't be able to do it because I would do it on accident. Right. I would forget. Yep, hundred percent. I yep. agree. Yep, agreed. I could, I could do it without having it locked up. Yeah, I believe you. What if your volume was on and you could hear the notifications? Oh, that'd be annoying. Oh, especially would, with someone with that crippling would be anxiety. No way. But I would just Fuck. constantly be reminding myself about like a thousand dollars, thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Like, yeah, yeah. But if you, some James, you got your phone out. Divide a uh, thousand by twenty-four. Twenty-five. I know it's pretty easy, but I don't want to do it right now. Forty. Yeah, it's it's going to be a little under forty. So that's forty dollars an yeah. hour. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Forty dollars an hour. Every time you don't look at your phone, would you do it? 
How long? How much money? Yeah. So that's how you break down that yeah. question. Yeah. 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 Cool. Good talk. All right. Next. Um, <laughs> breakfast food for every meal yep. for a week or dinner food for every meal for a week. Dinner don't, food. Don't get technical. Dinner food. Dinner food easy. Dinner. I don't know. Dinner. The I'm breakfast food dinner. is an easier transition, but I like dinner food. I love well, dinner so like, much more. I'm excited to eat dinner tonight. Yeah. 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 Because you're hungry. <laughs> And it's nighttime. <laughs> yeah, but I also don't eat breakfast. Pizza for breakfast? I don't eat breakfast either. I don't eat breakfast by choice, though. And, yeah. But not even really by choice. It's more of just like I don't have time. And if I'm going to eat breakfast, I want it to be a good breakfast. So you're telling me I get a good breakfast for every meal? I think I would do it. I would do breakfast for sure. Because you have skillets, you have omelets, you have breakfast sandwiches, you have hash browns. Yeah. No, I'm I'm in on breakfast. We My lunch today was breakfast. Yeah, so, but it, oh man, you're like from fucking, a, from breakfast has got to be the most unhealthy meal of the day though. What, breakfast? Because you can just never throw a salad in there. No, but like I had two mm-hmm. eggs over easy, some turkey sausage and hash browns. Those are all good additions. Yeah, to, I know, but just yeah. like, think about it's your, a well-rounded think about your ajda and the sodium intake. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck we'll just a, have uh, egg whites. So- we'll just fuck have a egg sodium, whites. fuck a yeah. cholesterol. I would get so At this skin. point in my life, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to breakfast, to dinner. Nice. Um, I have a PSA to make to all of you listeners and you three here especially. Vivarium is a movie that I watched last night. Jesse Eisenberg is in it. And mm-hmm. wait, is it Jesse Eisenberg? Was he the one in like Adventureland or the zombie movie? Yeah, yep. that's him. Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. Yep. So it's supposed to be about like this dystopian fucking universe. And they're going, him and his girlfriend are going to buy a house. And they get taken to this new, like, there's these rows and rows and rows of houses, like this dystopian village. Okay. And they get taken there, and then they have to, like, raise this mutant child. And once they raise it, they can get free. So they're stuck there. They're in a loop. And it was the worst movie I've ever watched in my entire life. And yes, I get it. We talk about this all the time. The happy endings, the Disney endings to movies. And we're like, oh, what if one time it doesn't go well and everybody dies? That's what fucking happens. And it was the worst thing ever. There was no fucking point. And it was an hour and a half of my life. Someone who has crippling anxiety, who needs time and thinks about time 24-7, that I will never, ever get back. And if you ever see it pop up on your screen, Netflix, anything... Do yourself a favor and never watch it. Write to the writer and director that they did a <laughs> fucking horrible job and save somebody else. It, it, First off, spoiler alert. D- good, good, good. You're welcome. We're all going to go home and watch that movie. Like, yep, we're going home to watch it. Oh, my God. It doesn't sound good. It was yeah. the worst movie I've ever watched in my entire life by about 14,000 miles. That sounds pretty miserable. Yeah. It was the worst 14, movie I've ever miles. watched in my entire life. That's a lot of miles. So yes. So where's the question? It's not a question. It's a PSA. Oh, okay. For sure. <laughs> hey, thank you for warning us. Like, wouldn't it be great if I text you and I'm like, yo, I'm going to watch this yeah. movie. Don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, here's the question. Does anybody have time travel so I can go back and not waste fucking 90 minutes of my entire life? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> were you just like, were you like, oh, this movie looks interesting? It was interesting until the last 10 minutes. 
and there oh. was no fucking point. See, now I kind of want to watch this just to see, like, do it, do it, do it for me. And <laughs> I'm not going to feel bad because I gave you this PSA, but just so somebody else can have it in their brain and be like, wow, yeah, he's not kidding. That was the worst movie ever, ever, ever made. And they used to make movies without words. <laughs> That's Charlie Chaplin. Hey, Charlie Chaplin. And those were awesome, but not every movie had Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. The first five of them, yeah. But (laughs) they made movies after that. So if you ever meet Jesse Eisenberg, you're going to say that movie should have been a silent film. I'm going to ask him what he was going through at the time that he needed needed the money. Because he had to, or if he... Right, yeah, right. Do you have a gambling problem you have too? A gambling problem. We can be friends, but not great friends because you did this. We're yeah. gonna be friends. I'm gonna be friends from the kid from the Social Network, not the kid from that movie. Yeah, bring me Social Network, Jesse, or don't bring me him at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I feel like I watched a movie recently that kind of left me the same way because I'm I'm a person that like we were just saying about phones. If I toss it to the side, I'm gonna get soaked in, and even when I have it. I'm going to get soaked in too. Yeah. That was the biggest problem of it all. I was talking to Hannah midway through the movie. I was like, wow, I haven't looked at my phone once. I'm really kind of interested in this. I'm really paying attention. I'm proud of myself. (laughs) And then for that to happen, I was like, this is why you don't do good things. This is why you don't do things to benefit yourself. (laughs) Nothing's ever going to go right. At least you watched Star Wars last night. And then I had to watch Star Wars. I I was like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm genuinely upset. I have to watch something with a point right now. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) So you go to Star Wars or space Fuck. opera. Yeah, and I was like, this seems more realistic than that. <laughs> what? What was the movie? Vivarium. No, no, oh. that I... <laughs> oh, man. Does anybody have a movie on the top of their head that they just fucking despised? Um, Because, like, even a shit... I am Sam. Oh, my God. It's like the saddest movie ever. Exactly. Fuck oh. that movie. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like, it's so painful. Yeah, that's like me saying the devil inside me. Uh, yeah, I, got a I fucking thing. hated that movie. <laughs> okay, there's one movie I saw and everybody loved it. I saw it when I was a kid, Napoleon Dynamite. Get We're the talking fuck about out God of here, We're talking dude. about bad movies. Yeah. I thought it was the worst movie I've ever seen. James, did you laugh at least once? Okay, I did laugh with okay, you. It you're is 4,000 billion miles better you, than the movie I watched. You? Oh, my God. That, I, I'm not, not, I just like, the only time I laughed is when he kept goes, we've been chatting online all day. Yeah. But you laughed. Dude, you didn't laugh at Uncle Rico one time? Yeah, Uncle Rico. I just, no, I didn't like, everyone's like, well, I, I got, Pat, I know you feel, everyone's like, it's the funniest movie you've ever seen. Oh, really, James? Hey, I did get you back, though, today with the Stranger Things comment. Yeah, it was a good comment, but, <laughs> man, it sucks, dude. Oh, can I give a PSA real fast? Yeah, dude, always. It's your um, podcast. We're just living on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologize to all the people I made fun of Memorial Day weekend, because, yes, I watched Stranger Things, and I wasn't going to hype it up. Everybody hyped it up to be the greatest thing ever. The past week, I watched the new season. It was fucking awesome. So yeah, I want to apologize. Is fire. I want to apologize to all the people I was sitting there making fun of them, calling them all hypes. I owe you an apology. Beers. I haven't watched the new uh, season yet, but yeah, yeah I'm I'm in the middle of season three right now. No spoilers. Yeah, not like Vivarium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie just sounds miserable. Va, 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 booms. I probably shouldn't have brought it up because I probably am going to make at least one person watch the movie, and that was just definitely not my fucking goal. Oh, Definitely shit. not my fucking goal. James, please watch it and live, like, react to it. Like, just I every, just like, couple there. minutes, right, just like. Go. I'll pay yeah, you to watch do it. The, do the Rusty Ranks beers of, like, <laughs> hey, gonna walk in here, watch Vivarium, and uh, we'll keep you posted as we go throughout. All right, guys, we're four minutes in. <laughs> James, and you I've, won't make it four minutes. 
It's that miserable? What is no, this, him sex? knowing that there's... Ooh, nice. Him nice. knowing my description of it, he'll get four minutes in and be like, okay, I can kind of see how this is going to turn out. I'm turning it off. Yeah. Um. Oh, <laughs> RV. <laughs> what is funny. that? I thought that was, it was bad. I like was RV funny. as well. Yeah, it was funny. Like, yeah, but literally everything <laughs> just goes wrong all oh, the time. But, oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's like, yeah, I, it's like but how bad it is. That's what makes Oh, it, like, yeah, funny. I mean, did yeah. I watch the entire thing and be like, okay, I didn't waste time? Yeah, but like looking <laughs> okay. back on it, it's just not a, like a stellar movie. And again, sorry about making this about me. Then if you watched it and then didn't regret it, then it's 10,000 billion times better than the movie I watched last night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see if they got like the Varium T-shirts online. I'd be surprised if you could find it. Well, like how much? It actually got 72 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and that just furthers all of our points. That Rotten Tomatoes is literally the worst people at their fucking very descriptive job. They're they're yeah they're already like corrupt. The, the like that was a news article like a uh, bunch of years ago that they their right, rankings are skewed. Um, what? <laughs> What? They actually make t-shirts. Oh, that's movie. fucking great. Buy four. I'm buying it. Buy four. No, that has to mean something else. It has no, a different it's meaning. it's the cover of the movie. No, it's not. <laughs> You're lying. You fucking, Rotten Tomatoes just made that. They're corrupt. We just went over that. Um, all right. Uh, James, Brez, any a uh, question or a would you rathers? Rathers. Um, no. <laughs> I thought about it. Okay. Um, while we're doing, what do you have one? I'm good for now. Um, I so I created a doc when I was um, little rose tipsy, and this is before. This will lead us into sports. I wrote this down, and this is kind of Brady's high notes thoughts. I just wrote down. Should have known my luck was against me. I didn't get picked for jury duty. <laughs> oh yeah. If you can't get picked for the worst thing ever. What are you doing wrong? Right. It's like some people count that as a blessing, but only 16 people get picked for a jury. Like if you do that, chances are you got pretty good luck with the odds at least. Yeah. Not the yeah. scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess you could look at it either way. Like, oh man, I got a 50-50 chance of guessing who's going to win this game. Loss. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But, I mean, I think that's still one of those things that you should be like, yeah, it's a blessing. I don't know. I've never been. Yeah, Dude, I, I mean, Dewey's awesome. Like, I almost <laughs> got selected once and had to go through the interview process. Mm-hmm. And then I like it was a medical malpractice thing. I was like, my dad's a doctor. I'm going to side with the doctor. Don't let me do this. Oh. That's fucking genius. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dude. Good for you. I wonder, like, I wonder what people who have to interview the jurors like go through. Because I got to imagine, depending on the case... You get some whack motherfuckers. Oh, like just 100%. coming in like, dude, I already know who I'm going to pick. You don't yeah, even right, need to. Right, right. Yeah, it's like, let's say this case is about uh, a questionable homicide. Oh, you fucking did it. I already can tell. That scumbag. Well, yeah. fuck, this interview process was stupid. We need you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody else came in and said the same thing. You just happened to be the last one. You're selected. Just shut up. You Dude, never said shut that. Up. There's that line in the office when Stanley goes, oh, jury duty. That's the dream. Sitting in an air-conditioned room, getting free food and judging people. <laughs> All right. oh. like, can you imagine if you were like on the jury for like the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing? Oh my God. I wouldn't have been able to keep it together. <laughs> no. Just sitting there laughing the whole time. Dude. Dude, did you see what you said on Good Morning America? Um, I did. It but if you so remember funny. it verbatim, I would go for that. 
I don't remember yeah. verbatim. What, what I just she said? she said you are believing the attorney of the man who oh, made yeah. people believe that he had scissors for hands. Yes, that's exactly well, what. Because no, lawyer- you just fucking lost the biggest lawsuit since fucking OJ Simpson and you were gonna go on national television and say something like that you yeah tough look what are you doing not even an I'm sorry or I wasn't acting I looked like an idiot I almost felt bad for her yeah. Until that happened. Well, no. yeah. What the fuck well, the is, is going through your actual brain to think that that was the fucking right thing to say? She right. got the boot from uh, Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, I guess when everything's going so bad, I say some crazy shit stuff too, but. <laughs> crazy shit stuff. Too. The thing is, all she could have, like, all she had to say was they, they, the, the host lady accused her of acting. Yeah. She didn't deny it. And the, yeah. the, the, the what was it was some people said it was the best performance or the best acting performance they've ever seen and she's like over the man who made people believe he had scissors for hands okay that brings <laughs> a little more context into it but still yeah nobody ever even the people who fucking tripped on 97 grams of acid before going to see that movie believe that Johnny Depp really has scissors for hands and you cannot fucking convince me otherwise dude when you were saying how could you possibly I thought you were going in the dumb and dumber route how could you possibly do something like this and totally redeem yourself I don't think there's any redeeming for her. I don't think there's any coming back from that. Uh, no, yeah, she's, she's cooked. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. You guys want to talk a little Emba? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and gloat. I I did say Warriors and Six, even though Brady uh, gave a more detailed ex- explanation. Um, so I still predicted the entire NBA playoffs. Yeah, you did. But... So I had a cop out. I was listening to our episode on the way here. Brez J worded us. So obviously Warriors and Five was J worded. So oh, I yeah, was really what? actually right with Warriors and Six. That's crazy. You did J word the fuck out of us, dude. I totally forgot about that. I yeah, I really mushed it. All right. Well, I mean, I have some snippets. Like I wrote it down again, like I did the last time. If you guys want to hear them. Yeah, okay. we always I don't. do. Well, okay. Sorry, James, I'm not going to glow. I mean, fuck it. It's one series that I picked right out of 900 billion, even though you never know. I might be undefeated for the rest of eternity. Um, <laughs> Brady was right. right. Steph is him. Tatum crumbled, sort of. Grant Williams, Al Horford, and Derek White all came back to earth. I know it's been documented, but how documented? But how in the hell is it so hard for Jalen Brown to dribble? It was simply too hard for that deep defense to keep up that energy. Give me five fucking Robert Williams any day of the week. <laughs> Draymond almost had it perfect, and then he ruined it by being Draymond yesterday. Fuck him. Um, and then I have some other NBA stuff that. Oh, yeah, well, the Celtics are going nowhere, but, man, this may have been the best chance for a little while, but also, like, not really. I I think the Celtics (sighs) might have been the worst finals team in recent memory. Yeah. The way they played, yeah. They were, like, objectively terrible in every game except for game one. Like, no, game three, they were, that's when they were in it the whole game and the wheels just fell off. But the the Warriors also played horrendously in that game. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They didn't really play phenomenal the whole series. Yeah. Steph is just him. Also, another guy who we tried, you guys tried to argue with me about who almost was going to win MVP of the series. Andrew. Andrew Hemmings. <laughs> I, I predicted this wi- series oh, fuck you, dude. fucking perfectly. That's why. Everything I said came to fruition. Brady wow. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. I, I was the one who was like, Andrew Wiggins is not going to be the guy that wins you a championship, but damn near he, he fucking almost did. Was. Yeah. He was yeah. a difference maker. And the only reason, other than Brad's J-wording them for game four, <laughs> Marcus Smart had 25 points. Another yeah. anomaly. Game four. Yeah. Their uh, two wins were two anomaly kick, if that's a word, wins. Yeah. Um, I do want to say in game six, I was two clay three-pointers away from 11 grand. Yeah, that's, that was whack. He I shot like a 12 Jumped in two. on that parlay. Yeah. I owe you $10. Um, keep it, dude. You can make the next parlay and I'll hop in for your $10. Okay. Perfect. Sound like yeah. a deal? Uh, this is a trust between you and me. Oh, that if you time. if you win it's this long trust. Yeah, if you bring this Hail Mary parlay in, you gotta be like, hey Pat, I did this under the radar. Yeah. yeah. Here's like eleven grand. Yeah. <laughs> Here's ten dollars. <laughs> Um, but this is going to lead us into the future of both of these teams. Uh, Kenny Atkinson not taking the Hornets job. Um, is it because he like realized how awesome winning a championship is? Or is Steve Kerr telling him after, like, hey, I'm going to be down in a couple of years? I, I think that, it, that that's it. Because Steve Kerr, I mean, he probably could get one more. After that, what does that guy have to accomplish? Right. Also, what is going to be the Warriors without Stephen Clay? Right, but Kenny Atkinson's like, a little older too, so I'm saying like next year, two years. I think Steve Kerr goes for one more, and then that's that. And I think they can get it. Like I understand like the way that the playoffs went. Championships are championships. Let me start off by saying that. But like they didn't have to beat the Suns. They didn't have to beat the Lakers. They didn't have to beat the healthy Clippers. So what? That's not their fault. They played who they played, and they beat who they played. But they're still just an all-around really good team. Like yeah. I don't see them stooping next year. Yeah. It, well, it, sorry, Pat. No, sorry, James. You're drunk. You're, oops. <laughs> I, I, okay. Just side note. I've said before, it's just still bizarre that they were in the bubble. Yeah. Wild. Like Dude, that, that, that turnaround. They took one year as being the worst team in the NBA and just flipped it. And they right. still have James Wiseman. Who's yeah. only going to get better. Jonathan Camingo. Where was he? James Wiseman, where was he? Gary Payton the second. Gary Payton the second, right? This guy who's going to be nickel for a nickel, going to play super well for you. Yeah. yeah. Now extending Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. Dude. They don't need to add anything. Yeah. Jor- Jordan Poole this year came out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. Michigan fuck. Yeah. Um, for the Celtics, on the other hand, I know they're super young. I know Tatum probably won't play the way that he did in this series, but like, I don't think we could use the age aspect of how badly he crumbled. I put sort of crumbled because he didn't even give him a a chance to crumble. He stopped shooting in the fourth quarters. Yeah, because he wasn't hitting things. It was like it was like he was worried about percentages. But he had right something crazy. Like it didn't make sense. And where do, that doesn't go way over time. That's something that's in someone's head. Yeah, that that's a psychological thing. Right, dude. I never stopped shooting. Rats, you damn. Well, that's what shame. Steph Curry never did. He had one game where he went zero for nine. The next game he had fifty. Yeah. 
Keep talking. I'm going to turn that off. Um, so, brighter future in the next two to three years, I'd say Warriors. Um, Jalen Brown just needs to learn how to dribble. Marcus Smart is trying to get out of there. He thinks he could be a superstar on his own, and he's... I can see him going to Charlotte. He's probably the worst defensive player of the year champion ever, too. Right? Yeah, right. I mean, he kind of forced his way into that, like they were talking about. But also, like, that's one thing that the Warriors understand. They all understand their role. Yeah. I don't think Marcus Smart understands his role yet. Grant Williams thought he was him going up against Draymond. He got brought back down to earth real quick. Derek White got brought back down to earth real quick. Derek White had one good game and thought he was, like, a god amongst men. And it's like... You're Derek White. Yeah. And also, they don't have a facilitator, and then people are going to be like, oh, the Warriors don't have a facilitator. Steph Curry, like, not in the exact... Come on, word. Draymond is their point guard. Listen to me for a second, though. He, in the exact word of facilitator, he isn't. But who starts with the ball and starts the play? He gives it off screen, runs about a mile, gets the ball back to him. He's facilitating the offense without the ball yeah. in his hand. He's like a, He plays the Bumblebee offense. Right, he might be the greatest the facilitator great in the non-meaning of the word ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's he literally... Like opposite, but he's so good. He, right. he plays like a 2K my player. Like, you give him 99 stamina and, like, elite speed with good shooting ability... That's Steph Curry. Right, and their thing, their niche for the Warriors is moving the ball around. Yeah. So nobody on their team really has crazy amount of assists. Draymond leads them in that. Yeah. Yeah. I do think uh, one thing for Marcus Smart argument is once you win something like that, once you win an individual award, you sort of get breaks. Yeah. And he didn't. Like, he won the award, and not to say that you should just earn – Getting away with fouls and shit like that. But we can use the LeBron example for something so far out of Marcus Smart's reach is MVP right out of high school. Not right out of high school, whatever. MVP, 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 whatever. And now he gets so much. I'm not saying it happens with one award. But you kind of feel that if you do win the best defensive player of the year. Give me something. Throw me a bone. Right. He should have gotten more charge calls than he received by a lot. There were a lot of bullshit defensive fouls called on him. You're right. Yeah. Like, I I actually agree with you 100%. But I do think he fell short more than a couple times. For sure. Do you want to know why my marketing firm is going to get paid billions of dollars? Because what pays the bills? MVPs and offense. I 100% get where you guys are coming from, but that's never going to happen. Someone winning defensive player of the year and nothing else. Like, did he go to the all-star game? I don't even know. Like, does he average 12 points a game? I don't even know. You're never going to get that in today's NBA, ever. But look at, like, Rudy Gobert has a defensive player of the year award. He's got two. Yeah, he's got two, and he fucking gets away with murder sometimes. Because he leads the league in other aspects of his game. Blocks, blocks, yeah. rebounds. His team has been good, decent for fucking seven years. All right, I'm just going to say it. I hope the Bulls don't trade for him. I want him. Perfect. We could transition right into this. You don't want to trade for him? You don't want to His trade for him? I do. I, do. Is, I want him. It's prohibitive, dude. He's making $40 million a year. That's over what a max contract is. I totally under, understand that aspect, but now that it's like getting so close to it, I've gotten to accept it. I was the same exact way as you. What's Zach going to get? Four for 200? 
What's a more realistic trade target, though? No, like, I'm, I'm just asking. Like, I really don't know. Like, is it four for 200 or what Zach Steele's going to be? Five for 200. Okay, that makes it a little bit different. Like, going after Gobert would be win now and then worry about shit later, which I don't love. But I think, like, as just a dire Bulls fan, like, I'm dying for a championship so badly that I wouldn't mind just go, uh, going full send and just being fucking awful in like three years because the Cubs being this bad sucks, but it doesn't suck as bad because they got the chip in 2016. Here's the thing. Holy. Yeah. I, one, there is a guy, uh, granted you would have to pay more cause he's on a rival team that fits the defensive play style that you're one looking for, but also fits the offense like leagues better in miles Turner. Nobody's close to him defensively though. Rudy Gobert. No one is. Nobody. The closest second is Miles Turner. But it's a far second. It's John, not even that far. What about John far. Collins? John Collins. Dude, John Collins is a way farther down the list alternative than what Miles Turner provides you. Miles Turner so. hasn't played a lot of meaningful basketball. John Collins has been to the playoffs multiple times. All I'm saying is, like, his defensive presence at the rim, and also he could space the floor so we can go five out. Rudy Gobert is just going to stand in the middle, and Demar is not going to get a third. But the, of thing, the jumpers he got this year. The reason why I'm okay with Rudy Gobert is because one, I believe he's defensively his defensive prowess is strides above everybody else. But you're also basing it, our offense off of what we saw this year. Healthy Zach, healthy Lonzo is what I'm thinking in my head, and then we don't need a fucking five. Lonzo to has the floor. to be part of the deal to make the finances work minimum. For Gobert, yes. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was just P. Will, Kobe, and a couple picks. No, Vooch. because his contract Vooch, is yeah. so big. Because Vooch, Vooch is on the most player friendly or the team friendly contract in the NBA. Vooch. Like you couldn't go one for one for him and Otto Porter. I have. I just haven't seen anything that added Lonzo into the thing. Uh, again, it's a lot of speculation, and there's nothing really real about it other than the fact that people do believe he's going to the Bulls. But again, I already had said sorry about AK. I don't think AK is making a move for Gobert while moving Lonzo with without knowing Lonzo's future health. Yeah. And they still don't know anything about it. Right. And that's and why I said until bizarre. something like that comes out, a definitive about his knee, I don't have an exact opinion. But, but in my head right now, sorry, oops, if Lonzo Ball's healthy, if Zach Levine is healthy, and we keep DeMar DeRozan, I would love to see Rudy Gobert with them. I, I agree with what you're saying, but going off of Lonzo's injury, wouldn't you want like a test being done right now and seeing if they would do a deal outside of Lonzo and we take the risk of if he's going to be healthy or not. Yeah. Because looking now, like, yeah, sure, we're going to roll the dice with Lonzo's knee either way. If we get rid of him, he's going to be perfect. If we keep him, he's not because that's just Chicago. Right. So that's kind of what I'm talking about with AK. Like I said, sorry about it. And I do think he's a really good GM. I don't think he's going to be rolling the dice. I think he'll know what's going on before anybody else does about Lonzo. But that's like... Then it's on, I guess, um, then that would be on the other trainer of the... That would be on the Utah Jazz. Right. That would be, okay, now we got to go through tests with Lonzo. And is Lonzo going to play along with the diagnosis? You know, like, is he going to be like, oh, yeah, the Bulls said I'm good. Let me run these tests and, like, fucking push through a fake test. Right. I mean, yeah, if, you, if you brought those hypotheticals into the situation, it becomes a whole other conversation. But <clears throat> as of right now, I'm expecting Lonzo to... Just in this scenario, for the sake of the argument, I'm expecting him to be healthy. If he's not moved 
in the Gobert deal, I would love to see a starting five of Lonzo, Caruso, DeMar, Zach, and Gobert. I, w- I would love it. And I don't really see a lot of teams that would absolutely positively beat us in the playoffs. No, no way. We would stop other teams from scoring 80, but we'd also be stopping ourselves. We don't know that, though, because Zach hasn't played healthy with DeMar. I I guess that's kind of true, but if we give him the max, is there any guarantee that he's going to be healthy? Or is this a prolonged issue? I totally understand, but we're going in a circle of hypotheticals. I'm True. just speaking on on if everybody was healthy. What if we don't know if Rudy Gobert wants to come to the Bulls? What if he says, fuck it, I'm going to retire? Like, that's the same as saying they're not healthy. Not really, because we know Zach wasn't healthy last year. We still don't know about Lonzo. But if they are all healthy, that starting five is scary as fuck. Yeah, they're good. And I understand yeah. the Miles Turner thing. I do. But... If we get Gobert, we become a defensive team with scores. If we get Miles Turner, we become sort of a defensive team with a decent offensive output. Mm-hmm. Because I think Go- what Gobert does also is takes up space. The gravity that he has on pick and rolls is going to leave Lonzo, Zach, a lot of guys open on the perimeter. Kobe's not going to be here. We know that. They're already looking for peace. quick alternatives for Kobe in the 18. Seth Curry. Like yeah, that's what they're rolling around. PJ Tucker, Seth Curry, and this wow. regardless of if that it's means Gobert. they're really actually trying to go for it. If you're getting role players like that, older guys who are proven in the playoffs, yeah, then they are going for Gobert. If they're then, gonna, then I, we're gonna be all in on it regardless because they're going all in. And I would like to see a team in this fucking city do it once. Okay, fine. I'll fucking put a wager on it. Jeez. (laughs) Stop pulling our arms, man. Dude, dude, it's just like, but the cost is so prohibitive. Yes. We can't afford a Seth Curry. We can't afford a PJ Tucker on like, like the Bucks will be able to get PJ Tucker back because Giannis is on a super max, but that excludes a like, basically a 40% portion of his salary because he they drafted him. Right. We wouldn't get that with Gobert. Right. So and I, and I understand that. Guys on vet mins, like... But that would be that would be looking for the future. Gobert next year on our team makes us strides better. I, I agree. We're number one in the East, hands down. I think so, too. Hands yeah. down is, uh, is a tough call, for sure. When is Giannis played against a defensive prowess like Rudy Gobert in a seven-game series? Never. <laughs> not in seven games. Right. Yeah. And that's all that but matters. I mean, like, I'm not talking the, about no regular season. All the Western Conference teams, the way that they beat the Jazz, is they would just pull them out to the perimeter. But just think about the Jazz, though. Just him and Donovan Mitchell. I mean, Michael they, Porter Jr., has, uh, he's on the Nuggets. Um, whatever. Dude, they had Joe Ingles. <laughs> Royce O'Neal is one of the best. Is Zach Levine wings. not fucking so much better than Joe Ingles? Like, so much better? Moons away. Is, is Donovan Mitchell better than Zach Levine? I think Donovan Mitchell and DeMar DeRozan, their output on offense is similar. I, I would take Donovan Mitchell over both of those guys. Of course, but you could compare them. Uh, what I'm saying is, holistically, the Jazz supporting cast was very good. I don't know. Royce O'Neal is an extremely Jordan, good oh, defender. Jordan Clarkson? Jordan Clarkson was a walking bucket last year. I, 
I just don't think the guys that you mentioned are strides better than the guys we have. Okay, that's fair. That I mean, I think w- what's awesome about this is that we're arguing over something that if we get Gobert, awesome. If we get Miles Turner, awesome. If we get Mitchell Robinson, awesome. I think there's great things to come regardless of anything. Yeah. It's going to be a fun offseason. Right. But with the facts that are out right now is that the NBA believes that we're getting Gobert. So I'm gearing up in my brain to have Gobert, and I'm trying to think of ways how that's going to make us 10 times better and why it's a good move. He would look great in red. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we're we're... It's exciting is, that a team in Chicago is actually going for it. Oh, yeah. yes. It's the biggest names in free agency. That is that is one thing that we have missed out on all the time. <laughs> we legitimately do it four years past everyone's prime. Oh, yeah. Like, remember we uh, when we were all, like, we thought, like, there was a rumor LeBron changed his mailing address somewhere in Chicago. Yeah. And we got stuck with fucking Carlos Booth. Kevin Durant was shooting around in a Tony Kukoc jersey the other day. Oh, God. They're talking about Kyrie, too. I do not want that baby mama drama here. I think we'd really change him. Uh, <laughs> I think we'd change him. I think he would change here. <laughs> Dude, I fucking, fucking can't stand that motherfucker, but if he puts on a Bulls jersey, I'm all in. But holy fuck. We would take him to Gene and Jude's, be like, hey, hey, man, you can have this if you just do, just act normal. Dude, yeah. I remember if the you're first you're seriously time I, considering yeah. Kyrie Irving, then Lonzo is a certain goner. Right. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> In that scenario, yeah, okay. <laughs> but giving up Lonzo for Gobert, that doesn't help me at all. In my brain, that's a one for a five. Guard? Like, because Kyrie, Kyrie plays shooting guard. Nah, he's a point guard. We'll change him. No point guard. <laughs> no point guard. Also, we didn't have, uh, well, obviously, we didn't have Lonzo, but we found a way to get the ball up the court. Facts. Io. I mean, is he starting? As of right now, yeah. Has he done anything not to? Yeah. And I'm no, opinion. actually, he was an objectively good facilitator. <laughs> right? like he, yeah. he was, when he was starting, he was averaging over six and a half assists for a rookie that's fucking really good. He does everything we need. He was first or second team all pro? First team all pro? Second team, I think. I think second team. But the thing with him that's phenomenal is that he can knock down the shot if you need him to, but he's not searching for it. And we have two volume shooters of Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. And hopefully Patrick Williams is gone in this whole series. <laughs> <laughs> he has to be. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But yeah, here's the thing. If we go get Mitchell Robinson or Miles Turner, like that's maybe forward thinking a little bit. But if we go get Gobert, it's to win now. I would cream my pants because if we get Miles Turner, we can also sign another or a few other humongous role players. Yeah, I think, um, I like to, James said, it's going to be a fun fucking offseason. Yeah. Uh, I think, regardless, this is one team where we all fucking love. Yes. Like every other sport, we're kind of little mixed and mingles, except now the Bears. Yeah, um, diehard. Diehard. Always have been. Yeah, always will. was a baseball one. I've never been on. <laughs> I was a baseball, fuck you. I've never almost left the Bears. That's never <laughs> happened. Um, oh, me too. Uh, d- <laughs> we can talk about that in a little bit, but I think... Going off of everything that you guys have said, there's great points all around. We've been, this is the most excited we've been for a Chicago team in a long time that isn't immediately swept out from from underneath our feet. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. exactly. So for us to have any sign of hope is a win 
in a Chicago land sports team. I, I agree a hundred percent. And like how relaxing was it too, with the lottery that we didn't have to worry about where we were picking. Yeah. Right. We weren't hoping how for that s- was going to go wrong. How that was going <laughs> to get us the seventh yeah, pick. But we're gonna get th- did we get it three years in a row with the seventh pick? And the bears had the seventh pick. Like, you know, it was just Chicago it? getting seven. Kevin baby. White. Yeah, dude. Hated when that happened. I was at that. Team. I was at that draft. <laughs> Brady, you've been through it. All. Oh yeah. I do remember your, I was oh, at that draft I'm because so we, t- sorry. we took Kevin, <laughs> White and it was a wide receiver, obviously. And so I took a picture with Chicago drafts wide receiver and then just put my name because I was really into flag football at the time. Yeah. And my caption was with the seventh pick in the blah 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 to whatever NFL draft, the Chicago Bears select Pat Clifford wide receiver out of the flag football league. Yeah. yeah. That's fire. Yeah. It was a great caption. All right, I gotta close this up and then I gotta go pee and then I'll come back while you guys are talking about the MLB. Yeah, great. Um Give me a go, Bear. If we give Zach five years, plan for five years, we win next year. Um, our second team, the Dallas Mavericks, getting Christian Wood. Like or dislike? Huge. Like, I like it. We are I, hear, I think he has an attitude problem, but you know who fixes that? Dirk Nowitzki. Yep. Huge. Also, Jason Kidd will fuck this guy's brain up. He's like, you were a bum in the G League, and you're not even worth your contract right now. Yeah. That's what we need Prove with our Mavs. That's what yeah. we need with our Mavs. And, and I hope that can happen for him because I think he has a true talent. Inter-Texas trade. Interesting. I forget that Houston is in Texas <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Where else would it be? You they're, they're, they've just been so miserable for so yeah. long. Like, the Texans and the Rockets have just been miserable, right? The Texans, well, Astros got the asterisks. Right, so. fuck them. We don't even talk about them. But um, and then the draft is on Thursday night. I think um, I haven't done a ton of research on the draft, but whoever gets Jabari Smith out of Auburn I, is going to be happy, and Chet Holgram is going to be an absolute bust. Oh, and for sure. Paulo Banchero has a chance to be very good, and I hate you, saying that. You mean Patrick? I, yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom. You guys talk. I can always listen. Yeah, of course. Uh, whoa, Brady, listening? Crazy. <laughs> it's um, not one of my strong. <laughs> Um, I also think Chet Holmgren is just gonna poop his pants. I oh, also think room, bro. I also think he might have Marfans. What's that? Um, <laughs> an enlarged. It basically means he can't play in the NBA. He oh, won't really? clear the heart tests. Oh, oh, he's oh, too tall. Oh, okay. um, isn't that like a problem if you're too tall? That's like an actual. Not only isn't that, that what Sharif O'Neal had? Uh, no, not Sharif O'Neal. The guy from Baylor. And then he was like the honorary first pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Isaiah, whatever. The thing is, they thought my dad had that back in the day, too. And Mm. he looked exactly like Chet Holmgren. So, he might not have. There's chances. Um, But, yeah, he had to get tested for it like three times a year. Um, Sheesh. But, like, he is clearly manipulating his draft stock by not giving teams his medical papers. And that's something where he could actually lose where he gets drafted. It's like for sure a guaranteed slotted contract. That's not good for him. Like, I, I, I don't know why he's trying to force himself or force his own way to OKC. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Yeah, I know. But like, I mean, it's kind of weird. Like Gonzaga's weird. So yeah, Gonzaga doesn't make any sense ever. They never have. They don't even have a football team. <laughs> They're bums. Yeah. Um, International players. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, last talking points on the Emba. All good? All good? Yeah. Rock and roll. I got to pee in a minute. Classic. You, you, do you want me to pause or you want to just skit ats? 
I got it. Um, all right. So uh, my Marlins pick not looking good. Sorry, guys. Um, Long still, game. Still plenty of time. Um, my Nationals. Nationals <laughs> is looking good, James. Don't uh, scroll down because I don't want to know the score of that game. Yeah. Um, so I bet on the Cubs yesterday. Heard I. Sorry yeah. about that. So that was a bummer. Oh, they're down to another. Let's talk about, before we get into our teams, let's talk about this absolute of a cannon arm on Cruz. O'Neill Cruz. And is, that his, is that his first name? The shortstop. Yes. Just came up. Yes. Oh, Sorry. Right? Oh, Jesus yes, Christ, yes. guys. Sorry, making just... me feel like I don't know sports. <laughs> For this, it's an awesome name. Yeah, it's a great Oops. it's a great name. Two last names. You never really uh, hear about Bobby, that. Bobby, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've heard about first two first names in plenty of history. But two last names? That's got to mean something, guys. A little too much. Yeah. Oh, he might have something there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, there is a prospect that plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shocker. They have a lot of prospects. Um, they're Again? terrible. Um, so this guy, Wilson Contreras, hits a ground ball to shortstop. And Willie had some fucking wheels. Oh, he always hustles. That's why he's my favorite. Yeah. He, he's definition of grind. And Cruz threw a ball 96.7 miles per hour from shortstop. Usually, like, that's why I hate watching baseball is because you can watch videos of stuff, and yes, the pitcher cam and all that, it looks crazy, but you can never know until you see it in person. This was a video that I saw was like, whoa. Yeah. Dude. It's really hard to tell, like, miles per hour through video, in my oh, opinion. Oh, for sure, yeah. Did we go over his accomplishments in three innings yet? No. In three innings, this guy had the hardest thrown baseball by an infielder in all of the MLB this year. He had the hardest hit baseball from anyone in a Pirates jersey this year at a 112.9 exit below double. Bases clearing double, by the way. The bases were juiced. Mm -hmm. And the fastest, like, first to second speed of anyone wearing a Pirates uniform. That was all in three innings. This guy is a freak of fucking nature. He's Aaron Judge playing shortstop. Yeah. It's stupid. Can I'll I say just, something real quick? Hold just yep. Go ahead. Nope. Um, if it was against anybody else, I'd be like, yeah, that's really cool. But no, it sucks because <laughs> it's basically like him playing against FCS schools. Like that's yeah, who the Cubs sure. have become. So should talk to me when you're older. I agree. I, I'm I'm on the outside of his bandwagon because so many people just hopped on it, and I'm like a later on kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but ninety six. From the infield on is a insane. backhand, yeah, that's crazy. I don't. I, it was. I don't think it was backhand. Yeah, it was. I think he got around it. No, he backhanded it. I don't think so. he was on it. Like he could have went and got in front of it, but he didn't. He chose the backhand just to show off even more. I think uh, it was a weird ground ball. He was playing deep, and that was the only reason it was close. Because I was like, why does he have to throw this so hard? Right. And I remember that Willie respects ninety. Yeah, but yeah, he like backhanded. He didn't have to, but he did. Yeah, and it wasn't he, like jeetering. And he threw it from the slot. He didn't even like wind up. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> it's stupid. That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, when you throw a ball from the outfield, you have fucking warm up. Like you have longitude and latitude getting that arm going. Hemispheres. He threw that <laughs> from just his, the right behind his ear. Mm -hmm. How his arm didn't 
is insane. They got a guy there. They got a guy. There. <laughs> yeah, Dude, he also uses like a similar bat to DJ LeMayhew. So he's enormous and it looks like he's swinging a toothpick. Yeah. It's I don't the understand why they waste all don't do though. that. <laughs> it's nuts. Like, like Aaron Judge at least uses like a bigger barrel bat, like yeah. a heavier bat. Yeah. This guy's using like a shorter, skinnier, or no, a longer, skinnier bat. Like a wiffle ball bat. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> it's so fun I feel to like watch. It's just so hard to barrel up a baseball. Why they don't always use they don't all use the maximum length and girth. Yeah, why aren't they using those aluminum bats anymore? Dude, what, what so many people would be dead. <laughs> so many what? people. What do you guys think his friends call him? O'Neal or think they got a cool nickname for him? ONC. <laughs> Cruz de la Cruz. Onk. Onk. I like that. I kinda like that. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> I would just call him Shaq. Uh, I would. That's the best name in sports. I didn't know we talked about this before, but I've thought about it. I've dreamt about it. I want my name to be Shaq. He's the tallest shortstop ever in MLB history, and I think he might be the tallest infielder ever. That's actually crazy because Carlos no, Correa is about there has six, to be a nine. six foot eight. Yeah, and Carlos Correa he threw a ball like ninety two miles per hour pussy. on a double play, and everyone's like, "Whoa, holy Bobby's shit!" He's moving. Yeah, um, but. That's 96 from a like a little scoop and gather. Yeah. Which is even <laughs> more disgusting. Yeah, I can't wait for him and, to play for the Yankees in five years. Yeah, for real. I mean, we talk about Garrett Cole. We're like, oh, this guy's amazing. I yeah. can't wait for him to be a pirate forever. Yeah. Yep. Second, he's good. <laughs> See ya. Peace. Wasn't Musgrove on them as well? Yeah. yeah. Tayon was on them as well. Cabrian mm-hmm. Hayes will be somewhere else next year. They're just a sobbing ground, which is awesome. They're the most beautiful stadium in fucking sports. So, I mean, they're still going to get people to come. Dude, that Chris Archer trade was is the- so bad. It was Garrett Cole. Uh, let me look up the details on it. It's like two top five pitchers right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's Jameson Tayon. But I don't, I don't know who. Jameson Tayon, I think you're right. Yeah. I was just looking at the doc, but I don't know who wrote this because I was just about to say it based on that one highlight. It's like people who think that like baseball is boring, look at that highlight and be like, okay. Yeah. But like, if you know anything about baseball, (laughs) you know that most of your starters don't hit 96. Yeah. And this kid who's starting his major league profession just threw it across the diamond casually at 96. Threw it harder than your starting That first picture. baseman's about to start wearing a fucking catcher's glove. Yeah. Has to. <laughs> yeah, like he's going to have a broken hand. Yeah. I think Vogelbach you, might play first with him, and he's 900 pounds, so I think dude, he'll be if, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a peepee boy. Yeah, dude. I legit thought about that because I was like, the webbing on that glove. It's going to give way, dude. It's because if, you, if that hits the right spot, that goes directly through a first baseman's glove yeah it's like crazy right through it like bro, like a hot knife through butter <laughs> he also throws it too hand. hard for it like to go in the dirt it's like physically impossible oh, for yeah. how hard he throws it doesn't have time to get to the ground it so rises, why doesn't the anything. first baseman just start wearing a catcher's mitt that's yeah <laughs> didn't <laughs> but why i wrote this down <laughs> I wrote down the reason baseball is boring in quotes wasn't wasn't to be mean. It was they get so fucked on timing. Mm-hmm. Like right now, everybody agrees, even you guys, even all of us. We all love baseball that this is the dog days of sports. Is it not? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is the most boring time. Right. For 
sports fandom. Well, it's, yeah. we're, we're all just now like counting down the days till preseason football. Exactly. Much. Like we're just like, we want football. Not really me, but I get where you're saying. I know, but you still know that the saying of the dog days of sports starts now. I, I know the saying. I relate to it at 0%. I understand that that's not the No, I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Okay. Everything I'm reading says you're wrong. Um, Cubs are pitiful. I said Sox are a little better than Matt the past two weeks since we've been on. Yeah. The, their improvement against right-handed pitching in terms of team batting average is like 40 points over the last three weeks. It's just like they're they're learning how to hit righties. If they can actually overcome that, yeah, we'll be fucking dangerous. Like that's what's actually giving me hope in this team. It's like, yeah, we played Framber Valdez. We touched him up a little bit. We played Justin Verlander, and we gave him five hits in an inning. The last time he did that was fucking 2017. Yeah, which that's this five got, years ago. We talked about it. The fountain of youth is Kate Upton. I get that. But <laughs> still, it's still insane how good he is this year, and then for them to piece him up was, was huge. He walked off the mound and mouthed, what the fuck? And I was like, that's the most proud I've ever been as a Sox fan <laughs> since 2005. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty proud last night at Lance Lynn until it got bad. <laughs> that wasn't even his fault, though. That of was so yeah. bad. You yeah. guys have gone actually objectively so fucked, fucked. by umpires this year. It's unbelievable, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's infuriating. Yeah. In a season that isn't going the way it's supposed to, that's not what you want. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of guys that started, and I hate to always constantly look at Eloy because I play the game like he does. I laugh around and I goof off and I still play well, but I, I can't even say it cause I don't want to say it. Um, Stretch. No, 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 no. <laughs> what is, what is, you don't want him there. No. What does he do all the time? <laughs> what does he do all the time that doesn't keep him on the field? Gets injured. Thank you, James. I didn't want to say it. Okay. So I play the game loosey goosey. That's how I play. But these motherfuckers on the socks, need to play with some fucking anger like just disgusting grotesque fuck you anger so every single person on this team give me one second every single fucking person on this team needs to play with fuck you because Luis robert hit a piss missile last night and didn't crack one fucking smirk he just wiped his fucking nose and ran to first i love him (laughs) <laughs> he said, fuck you for throwing me that pitch instead of like smirking to the dugout. Like the dugout can celebrate all you want. Get fucking pumped up. Your guy just hit a homer. Andrew Vaughn looks like he legit killed somebody before <laughs> stepping into the plate. He does. He yeah, looks so every angry time. all the time. And have you seen the death glare that he gives umpires after a questionable call? He's like, you yeah. sure? And it's like, sorry, Andrew. But... There are certain people who succeed while playing the game with a little more free energy. This team is starting to turn into you can't. Right. That's because what Lance Lynn gets healthy. Joe Kelly comes in. Joe Kelly's got to start getting that fuck you attitude. He's got to think that he's throwing against Alex Correa every single fucking <laughs> Yeah. <match>. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you got to do the water boy with them, like, Carlos yeah. Correa. Absolutely you do. <laughs> it's just, it just have Joe Kelly be like, no. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> That was fucking great. <laughs> That's a perfect thing for me to get out of the anger that yeah. I just had, James. His Thank you shit so much. is so nasty when he's commanding the ball. Right. Oh my god. But I didn't know that. Right. Lance Lynn comes in and he's fucking mother 
fucking I just I was gonna stop myself from swearing when I've said fuck yeah. literally 15 <laughs> times in the last two minutes Lance Lynn motherfucks everybody right after ending ending any strikeout and he's fucking pointing to the moon screaming at every single person and then you toss in like you, you crick like yeah. what's that guy gonna do Bennett Sousa I'm so glad that fucker's gone yeah but yeah, no, the first day Lynn is in the dugout, he is motherfucking Joel McEwing, who is probably the shittiest third base coach. He makes third base coaching visible. Yeah. That's how bad he is. <laughs> like, and he's like in there telling this guy he's a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. And it lit a fire under everyone's ass. Supposedly, Jose Abreu called a team meeting and it had... One of the guys serve as a translator before the Detroit series. And he's like, hey, do we want to fucking do this thing? Yeah. And Lynn was behind his back. Gio was behind his back. Like all the guys who have like been there before. Right. Yeah. Well, Gio hasn't been there before, but he's like, but he's he was like one the, of the ace best. of the staff. Yeah. He was one thing. of the best pitchers in the game three years ago. Yeah. But yeah. now, now is the time. Yes. It was okay. To definitely get frustrated. This is your favorite team. They're supposed to be better, but now they're getting healthy. So now when they get healthy, this is the time to have a meeting like that. And now we'll have to see what happens. Yes. It sucks. Do we still want Tony Russa to get fired? Me? Yes. You too. You guys can feel how you ever you want to feel about him. Now is when things need to start getting better. We never had that with the Bulls. We never got healthy. So I just, I compare them to because the Bulls were not beating the teams they were supposed to beat. And we're like, oh, it's yeah. going to happen. It's going to happen. Now's the time right. for you guys to do it. And I right. don't hope it happens, but if it does, it does. Right. In uh, the tone of the Rusa thing, I've had my thoughts on record before, <laughs> but most of it, as it, uh, besides the fact that our manager didn't know rules and stuff and didn't do like common sense things, like that's one thing his age is showing almost every time he gets in front of a camera. He takes his he's like, off. oh, this isn't live. This can't be shown to millions of people. Hey, Tony, is it 21st century? Yes, it can. <laughs> Whoops. Um, Got a couple people like that who get in front of a fucking camera. Yeah. So, but a, uh, most of it, besides that, Boiled down to even the guys that he put in the lineup weren't doing it. And I am starting to change my outlook on that because uh, my one argument was, well, how can you expect somebody to be consistent if they're not gifted or not given consistency? Like, if you want me to do my best week in, week out, day in, day out, inning in, inning out, you can't expect me to be in three places at once in one series. Yeah. Like if you want me to be consistent, help me be consistent, right? If I'm playing right field one game and then left field the next, that's two different approaches to the game. Yeah. yeah. And then you're focused on defense because now you switched. And then especially going from second to third, that's a completely different fucking view. Yeah. Every single way that this game is played is different. A center fielder sees the game completely different than a left fielder, even though they're 30 yards apart. So for that consistency factor, that's on the manager. That's whatever. Well, you have one utility guy and not eight. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) And thank God he's fucking hurt right now. Yeah. We don't root for injury. He didn't root for him to be injured. He was just happy that he was. Yeah, exactly. We (laughs) (laughs) So different. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Oh, I guess I'm done. Yeah. I was fucking with you. (laughs) 
I'm done hearing about your fucking team that's getting healthy. Congratulations. Yeah. We're going to be in North no. Dakota State playing against FCS schools. Last thing, one through six, the last seven games has been the same guys. Yep. The only thing that moved is Tim Anderson came back and just flipped positions with A.J. Pollock. That's it. Yeah. Do you want to know? I don't give a fuck about the last three guys. Whatever. Seven, eight, nine can go fuck themselves. Right. Get me a hit every once in a while. Yeah, just do something. Yeah. Whatever. Make it look cool. <laughs> one through six. <laughs> one through six is that that's the load bearing of the offense. Yeah. Dude, that's legit. Make it look cool is exactly what Josh Harrison did to help us win yesterday. Yeah. It's like one of our seven, eight, nine did fucking cool things. And you know what? Good. I hope it lights a fire under his ass and he doesn't have to get DFA'd because he actually starts showing something. Right. But we shouldn't even have a podcast anymore, to be honest. We should just all force ourselves into the GM rooms of our favorite teams. Like like storm the castle. We, yes. We have talked about this every fucking episode since we brought it up. Consistency. Yep. It's... I don't, I don't know how much harder I need to yell for him to turn up his fucking hearing aid. <laughs> Whatever. Let's see what happens. They're healthy. They had their team meeting. Open up Getting healthier. Sorry, here. they're not fully healthy. <laughs> they had their team meeting, and I think things will go better just based on predictions of stats and eye test. Now, are you guys done? Sure. Yeah. Are they going to win it all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's... Yeah, I mean, Brett all- was full blown Mets fan nine hours ago. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It like was, little, it was nine days, days ago. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I this. Nine days ago, yeah. Yeah. I'm still like, if, if we meet up with them in the in the World Series, it's a win win. Shut up. <laughs> no, it's not. You Eat can't have that cop out. I don't give that to you. Brett's no. going to be sitting there and play with the dual butthole. So you're like 85% confident in the Sox right now because I do the same thing. I leave myself a 15% window because you don't know for a fact they're going to win yet, but you do 85%. I'm oh. trying to create an emotional hedge because I am emotionally 100% back in. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I like that. I'll give you here. Here's where I'm at. I'm 100% back in that we're gonna win the division. Anything can happen in October. Yeah. yeah. That's I'm gonna help you guys out. I'm gonna become a diehard Yankees fan. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> All right. Be a huge Yankees fan, Cowboys, fan, <laughs> Astros fan. No. Hey, up on all. The White Sox are still the only team to beat them at home. Who? The Yankees in a series. Are you guys oh, going yeah. to put that in a banner this year? <laughs> oh, geez, from the Raptors. James, are you where your stupid fucking World banners are. up in Wrigley? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Hey, be F- it's not a college World Series. It's the FCS World Series. Yeah. <laughs> no, we might put up like a Bronco or like Pony uh, Championship. Yeah, I got a couple of those. Yeah, can't wait for the fucking Yankees to sweep you guys. All right, NFL. Quick little snippets to finish it up here. Um, in a way. Gronk retired, and I can't believe this was the first thought that came into my head today. I'm fucking sick of it. I'm fucking sick of yeah. the talk about him and Tom, like, retiring and not retiring. Like, even, those are my favorite guys in the world. Like, Yeah, and Gronk it, wasn't even that good ever. Hey, you suck, dude. He's like one of the worst. Oh, Brez, I wish you just let the silence just fucking 
My therapist that lives in my head, we've gone over this. We don't give in to stuff like that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally been doing that the past two weeks. I just stopped talking when people say stuff like that. But Brady, you wanted to just be like, yeah. And then I realized, I was like, because there's always that split second when someone tells you something that all rational thought goes out of the way and you just want to start screaming. Mm -hmm. I've lost it. I put them in timeout. I said to you before, I give it week five, he'll be back. And I did, that's what I'm talking about. I, I can't have that. My guys are my guys. You can't be my guy half the time. It's got to be all the time. Well, your guy's Cole Komet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry. My absolute guy, Cole Komet. That's first touchdown of the year, no doubt about it. Um, way too early. Let's do just a little quick segment to wrap up. Sure. Way, way too early MVP and Super Bowl champs. I am taking Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, man. Kind of disgusting, to be honest. I know. It's just, just something that gross. popped in my head today when I wrote down this. I was just, like, who am I going to take? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I'm going Josh Allen wins MVP. I said it last year, but I'm saying it again. And the LA Chargers win the Super Bowl. God Um, damn it, James. I was about to say Herbert over Chargers. Chargers win over Bills. Justin Herbert MVP. You can still do that. Wait, in the Super Bowl? Yeah. They're in the the AFC. Come on, fuck. No, they're changing it this year. Everyone's playing everybody. (laughs) (laughs) The new way things are going. Bears Packers could be in the Super Bowl. AFC versus NFC, that's actually discriminatory. Everybody plays everybody. Yeah. (laughs) They identify as an NFC team. (laughs) EPE, everyone play everyone. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) Who's your pick? Herbert and the the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. (laughs) God, I can't wait to sell them week two. Oh man, I do. I got no fucking idea. I don't like this. I don't like this game. I <laughs> um, I I do think that the Raiders are going to be frisky. The, I the think AFC three West. of the four teams in that division make the playoffs regardless. That's why I think I'm low on them. Is just because there's that fifty percent chance that they lose four games this year, just because the team that they're playing is better than them, even though they play awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's actually a really good point. <laughs> and it could go the exact other way. Yeah, yeah. Dude, okay, I think there's a chance it. that the Chiefs end up getting last. I know like, exactly. Yeah, that division's going to I insane. know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Legitimately not a shot in hell. <laughs> there's always a chance. But um, there's a chance. Uh, the funny thing would be to say Baker and whatever team he goes to. <laughs> the Texans. Um, <laughs> But I am going to go Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I love that pick. I fucking love that you're sticking with your guys. I am so proud of you right now. It's not even funny. <laughs> See how big he got? Yeah, he's fucking awesome, he, dude. No, he's huge. I give him credit. Dude, Jack. the minute he got he transferred from Alabama, I was like, that's my guy. Yeah. I was like, he, I'm a huge Alabama guy. Everybody yes. knows. Tim Anderson's brother, too. Tim Anderson's brother. <laughs> Chances of him being actual brothers, not a shot. There's as always the years, a fucking chance. As the years go on, that story that I tell, every time I tell it now, I'm just like, there's no shot that was his brother. <laughs> That's a pessimist in you. Yeah. It was um, his brother. Thank you. Uh, moral of that story is always wash your hands. Um, <laughs> so... Jalen Hurts. (laughs) I can't even do it, dude. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown are going to go fucking nuclear. And if their defense can just hang around, I really don't want Philly to win anything, like, ever. Like, 
they're the most annoying sports fans in the world. Yeah, true. My, talk about my cousin now. was born in Philly, and so I had a little bit of like for them. But then as I grew into an adult, I was like, no. Fuck yeah. them. Yeah. Fuck your cousin. But, <laughs> dude, that's hey, that's only in Alabama. No. Hey, oh, come on. Oh, we had five because we had to because we didn't really mean it. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> but if you take away the disdain for the... The area of Philadelphia. <laughs> the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, just the area around. The Eagles. Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. It's sneaky, not like sneaky. they don't have Devontae Smith either. They have like two really good wide receivers. Yeah. And Devontae Smith still throws me off Sanders. because he's he's like, uh, can I? This is all. It's our podcast. We can relate to anything. Devontae Smith and Chet Holmgren, kind of, kind of the build for, can you succeed in the league you're trying to make? Yeah, yeah, that's. But that goes against my argument of saying Chet Holmgren's not going to do it. I mean, but Devontae Smith did it at Alabama for multiple years. Dude, he rolled so much tide. Over yeah, there. and Chet Holmgren did it for like. Two months at Gonzaga, and they didn't even make it to the Final Four. De- Devontae Green against Ohio State, or Jesus Christ, Devontae Smith. Getting a little confused. Uh, <laughs> no, the guy had 150 yards against Ohio State at the half. He got injured yeah. and still was the MVP of the yeah. game at yeah. the half. Like, because the there's like is, so much more room on an NFL field than there is on the on the. He NBA is court. so so much faster than everyone. Yeah. That, like he finds a way to get tackled gracefully, and like yeah. The other thing is, it's not like they're having him run crossing routes fifteen yards deep, where he could just yeah. get clotheslined by a safety and a linebacker. Like they're the teams are going to be smart enough scheming him into situations where he's not going to get fucking. Yeah, but now they have AJ Brown, where they have to scheme for him first and scheme for Smith later. Yeah. Like, you know, like immediately right when you get in the room, you're like, okay, A.J. Brown, tank of a human being. And then Devontae Smith, not so much a tank, still a good receiver. That's actually a well, really Mike, good pick, though, because for those them to be successful, the two you're talking about, Jalen Hurts has to play really well. Yeah. I think he's capable of it. I mean, all I the reports just, he took coming out playoffs. of their camp is that, like, oh, shit, he actually looks a lot better. Better. Like they made a decision early on him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody listening that's ever been in a fantasy football league with me, I'm getting AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts. That's just fuck fact. you. That's my guy this year for quarterback. <laughs> um, you're gonna take my guy. Round. Yeah. You're gonna take my guy. I would say that's Cliff's. That's like, unbelievable. No, Fine, then I'm getting Jonathan Taylor. I'll All fucking right. I'll right. bid I'm you there. Giddy talking about football. Yeah. I can't wait. Let's, I'm not. Let's Baseball's close it on. out with our last football take. We have the Mavericks as our second team. We have the Mets as our second team. Who's going to be our second team? And it can't be any of the teams we just picked. Oh, okay. Oh, shit, that's actually Titans. tough. We're going to all fight. I'm going to pick the Ravens. You're gonna, I don't know. Who's likable you know on that Ryan team besides Tannehill? one person? Derek is Henry? making. I said one person. Brez, how much money is Ryan Tannehill making next year? Uh, I think it's like 17 and a half. Oh, I'm taking the Jags. Never mind. Bet the Jags. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> it might be even like more. Also, He's making the second most out of all quarterbacks in the league right now. Is Ryan Tannehill. Really? Yeah. Also, contract. James, we're big team guys. And for Ryan Tannehill to say he doesn't even want to look That's at true. the quarterback they drafted. Marcus Willis. Yeah. Good spitball, but Terrible. we're going to throw the spitball in the garbage. <laughs> so um, Marcus spitball. Shove it. All right, Drew. 
All right. Um, here's a crazy <laughs> thing. I'm still going to bet the Jaguars every single game this year. Dude. No, I'm gonna, I can't. I'm gonna, Trisha Lawrence is my least favorite person. I'm going to toss out three that I'm okay with. Okay. And you guys can pick from those if you somewhat agree. Broncos, Raiders, Saints. I could be in on the Saints. I want the Broncos. Rats I'm up. in on Dangerous. Okay, fine. Broncos, I'm in. All right. We're going to be a Broncos podcast too now? Yeah. I mean, keep the well, colors keep the similar. Co- yeah, yeah, I get it. Right here. Knock it. All Come right. On. Go Broncos. All right. Fucking go the Broncos. Ladies and frick. Let's go, boys. We're getting Rocky Mountain high, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> Every time they score this year. Yeah. All right. That's a funny episode. <laughs> yeah, let over. the people know. Follow us on all the social medias. We'd love to hear from our fans. Thank you so much for the love and support. Music by Pat Malish and Charlie Foreman. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shotty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody loves. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and ain't loose, homie. To the wrong tie, can't sink, it's all dry. Land, one day you gotta learn to fly. Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot. Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine on God. I've been steady trying to get in my way. That's the only way that I get down. Ever since I focused on my Got it, good, good, get it, got it, good, good, get it, got it, get it.